I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Straight into the theme song. Oh my gosh, we didn't do a teaser. How, how's everyone doing? Good. Oh, great. Thanks so much for coming along. Yeah. We've got a special guest uh, tonight as well, but um, we're gonna, you've probably seen him eating chips at the back. But we'll, we'll give <laughs> There's him. no like, illusion in this uh, huge uh, bar, which for everyone listening at home, as far as you know, is completely full. Yeah, uh, and we'll keep that facade up <laughs> as well. I, have never, I haven't spent much time in a beer... Is it a... A d- beer cafe. cafe. But why is it spelled <laughs> B-I-E-R? Why is it a cafe? Questions, oh, questions we'll never know the answer to, <laughs> and we're not really interested in solving. Uh, how's your day been? I feel like today was the first day we haven't spent uh, most of it together. Eli and I have been spending a revolting amount of time together. A lot of very silent, scrolling Instagram <laughs> near each other. Um, well, this morning, what was okay? my morning routine? I fell out of bed at about 10 a.m., I crawled to the lounge. Mm. I lay on the floor. I then had a shower, and now I'm here. Gorgeous. Huge day for me. I did exploring today. Yeah, your boyfriend's in town, so you're fucking happy. <laughs> yeah. So I'm fucking, and I'm happy. Uh, no, he's sick. Uh, we. <laughs> My boyfriend's in town, and so today. My boyfriend's brother and his boyfriend took That's us out. Cr- is he a twin? No. Oh, why did I make up that narrative? <laughs> I was like, two twins, both gay. Yeah. Uh, both also, dating comedians. Uh, post this recording, please beep the name, Tim. Uh, oh, yeah, true. But everyone here know, now knows my boyfriend's called uh, I wish one of us was married because then the sen- that sentence would make more sense. Like, my husband's brother's boyfriend instead of my boyfriend's brother's boy. It's like there's too many boyfriends. Oh. So that's why I'm proposing. It's so. Today. Is your boyfriend the youngest sibling? Imagine having a gay sibling. I know. Does anyone here have gay siblings? Yes, a few nods. A few nods. One nod. I said a few nods. <laughs> One nod. <laughs> my mum said something crazy to me the other day. She was talking about how me and my little sister are rainbow babies. Do you know what that means? And this doesn't mean gay, I think. It means the first... This is such a dark thing to talk about. We're the first child she had after she had a miscarriage. And apparently, after you have a miscarriage, the next child is called a rainbow baby. Wow. And me and my little sister both... Q-U-E-E-R I love that She was like So your rainbow babies Are more than one way (laughs) That's a beautiful conversation To have with your parents Where were you having That combo with your mum Well we walked down Flinders Lane To try and find Somewhere for dinner that up Yeah like full on She was like Funny fact (laughs) You're like Warn me next time Uh, But we So me My boyfriend My boyfriend's brother and his boyfriend went to Williamstown today, which was uh, originally going to be the capital of Victoria. Uh, I just, I'm sharing this information to people who probably know it, but uh, 
gorgeous. Go on. Uh, oh, I don't know. It's a little uh, seaside harbour town. There's uh, this is a little insight into your future, I reckon, when you're sort of like 45 and like boat shoes sort of spouting off facts to people. Well, the wildest part of it is there's an ice cream shop, Williamstown oh. Ice Creams, and they have just released uh, ice cream for your dog. So you can line up, you can get an ice cream. Fuck this. You can also get one for your dog. <laughs> can dogs eat ice cream? Dogs what? just want water. I know. They don't want anything. They're <laughs> not like. They're not like. Oh, it's hot. I could be refreshed. Right? Like they're just dogs. They don't want to lick ice cream. I'm furious. <laughs> this place needs to be shut down. Uh, I don't know. I'm sorry. We stopped the theme tune before. Should we play it now? Yeah, let's get into this episode. I'm sorry, mom. It's not a face. It's the mayor. Yeah. Yeah. They're both mayor. Both mayor. They're both gay. The mayor. Check it out where the mayor gets. No. Come on. <laughs> Welcome along to this week's episode of the Mayor Gays in Melbourne. Thousands of people flood the European Beer Cafe. So good to have you here. Do you? Does everyone here listen to the podcast? Yeah. yeah. Does anyone here not listen to the podcast? Wow. wow. Some a few people. Wow. Yeah. This Legendary. Will be all right. Yeah. Do you know gay people? <laughs> no. <laughs> First gay best friends. Uh, Eli and I are both drinking white wines, which could go either way for this episode. Either catty or flirty. Sad. <laughs> Caddy, flirty, or sad. I can't really drink white wine anymore because my mum loves, well, she loved Sav. Like, yeah. And we drink it so much. And then um, now it just makes me want to be really sick whenever I drink it. But I'm drinking it now, so let's see what happens. <laughs> yeah, I used to puke it up every time. Oh, okay. Yesterday I went and had lunch at a friend's. She made a three course meal. It was amazing. It's incredible. She's obsessed with food, and then partway through. <laughs> well, everyone's obsessed with food. No, but she is oh. obsessed. And partway through, we're drinking this like beautiful Chardonnay. And then she was like, Do you love the glasses? And I was like, Yeah, I love the glasses. And then she was like, They're $100 each. What? And then I just like had to have my hands like this the entire That's rest a of the meal. psycho thing to say at dinner. I know. They are a hundred dollars. I, I couldn't like, imagine what? doing that. But also, maybe if I did spend a hundred dollars each on a glass, I would be telling everyone. Yeah, because you don't want them not to know. This is like your where you're doing um, your show for the Melbourne Comedy Festival is a bar that's themed, uh, like Alice in Wonderland. It's themed. a fairy tale themed bar called Storyville, where you can buy a uh, drink inside a glass slipper. Uh, but. <laughs> I if, love it. If you buy the glass slipper cocktail, the glassware is so expensive, you need to leave your credit card behind the bar. <laughs> it's just such a beautiful act of extravagance and then like just so like mundane details yeah. as well, like kind of signing something. It's like hiring a, a convertible and then like having to oh. go through the rigmarole of like insurance. I got driven in a convertible today and I was really worried about how my hair was going to look for the gig, but I think I've worked it That's out. That's great. It's like wins. It was like I got a free uh, blow... blow Job. Job. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> gross. Let's Which welcome... is the only type of blowjob I've had. Okay. <laughs> what do you mean by that? 
As in, I've only had a free blowjob before. I've never paid you've for You've never a had a blowjob before? No! Oh, you've never had sex? I've never paid. You're a virgin. Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> yes. Uh, but tonight's the night that all changes, because I think my boyfriend's sickness is going to pass. <laughs> so has he flown all the way to Melbourne to basically have sex with you, and you haven't been able to have sex because... He's sick. No, I, we did it right away. It wasted no time. But then, um, and actually, you did an Instagram story that day where you said, I bet Eli is having sex right now. <laughs> and, and you were having sex at the time. Oh, absolutely. I mean, no, I don't know the exact time. But uh, I feel like it was like immediately after that, both of us were like... <laughs> with... No. <laughs> with calm. Uh, no. Guys, gays do it out of their nose. Yeah. Okay, let's welcome our guest for this episode. A oh. huge get for us. This is huge. Basically builds up our quality of this episode like tenfold. So much. And this will be the smallest crowd he's performed to <laughs> ever. <laughs> so years. a big warm welcome to Reese Nicholson, everyone. <laughs> Reese Nicholson. With his plate of fries. On the floor. So I brought my chips and then realised there's nowhere to put them. So they're just... <laughs> on the I feel floor. like I've just poured some out for my homies or something. Chips <laughs> <laughs> yeah. on the floor. Chips on the floor. It's like gay protocol, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's for all our fallen queens. I don't know. <laughs> chips on the fo- floor for yeah. the fallen queens. Hi, everyone. <laughs> Say hi back. Good. Don't be rude. Yes, Don't beautiful. Be rude. I've become obsessed lately that uh, my shows are like a fight club thing and there's no one in there. And the, the, there's no one in the audience. I just keep going like, is anyone there? Because I genuinely have a couple of moments on stage. Just like, yeah, this is an empty room. And I like that it, your room wow. is so big that you possibly couldn't tell. Like, I've got people almost performing on my knees, my room. So yeah. small. But that was by request, right? That's <laughs> yeah, your demand. Like, that? Yeah, I wanted the smallest, most intimate room possible. Yeah, just yeah. to make sure you get touched at least one time this month. <laughs> oh my god. I... Jesus Christ! <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I'm just undoing my button. Sorry, um, never mind. It's crazy how much like being away from your partner, like or just like people that would like or your family who would like touch you. This is sad. Okay, that you miss like physical contact. And then mm-hmm. the other day, day um, comedian Guy Montgomery gave me a hug, and we just held it for a little bit longer. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. we just like missed that human intimacy. Yeah, you just want someone to lie on top of you with just their full to... weight, eh? I I agree Smother with you screens. exactly. Like yeah. there's something about uh I, I was found myself I was stoned off my mind the other night and uh, found myself googling uh anxiety blankets and I was like, Well that's the self sourcing pudding. Yeah. Like of like being stoned and like maybe if I wasn't stoned no, I'll just get an anxiety blanket. That'll make it better. That'll make like it better. Weighted blankets, yeah, huh? and it seems so just like a con- like a twelve hour hug. People sleep for twelve hours, right? That's how long you're meant to sleep? Okay, cool. Um <laughs> Do you guys bleed in your ears in the morning? Does blood come out of your ears? <laughs> yeah, cool, great. Um, uh, that and I, my mum reminded me of something recently that I used to do. <laughs> that I think there must be things that kids do that would trouble you, but you kind of like. I used to. We had a spare mattress in like one of the in my bed, and I would lay under the mattress. <laughs> wow! And they just kind of let me do that for years. <laughs> and like, and would do it like she'd walk past my room and my head would be sticking out from under a mattress, and I'd just be like. <sighs> Oh my god! So that felt right. I wow. had this thing with squeezing earlobes, uh, and I would just like squeeze family members' earlobes, okay. um, and because I was like, "You can squeeze as much as you want, and they can't feel it." Yeah, this is a huge insight into my anger management, guys. <laughs> by the way, yeah. I don't really open this up, but here you are. Um, and I dicks squ- aren't the same, by the way. <laughs> this is the Sav that's doing this. <laughs> I squeezed my grandmother's earlobes so hard that they bled. Oh. So, for my fourth birthday, my mum bought me a stress ball. That was my only in present. In the shape of your nan's head. <laughs> <My> lobes. 
psycho. Like, fully psycho. Just like, I just like, I like that I, I guess, could cause pain, but it didn't hurt them. Oh, wow. Cool. Um, i approachable. I used to, when I was anxious as a child, suck the middle of my elbow. Oh, Anyone else? Give, else? A give yeah. yourself a hickey. And it tastes metallic. Well, it, that's blood, right? That's blood. <laughs> that's yeah. blood. Everyone can taste that all the time, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Um, I once was giving myself a hickey on my hand, um, which, as a sentence, is pretty grim. Um, was doing it, and then I kept going and kept going, and then it was gone. And I think I might have sucked the blood through my skin. <laughs> oh... <laughs> Fellas. Wow. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I also chew on, like, do you have, like, a nerve? See, my, my finger there, that is from me chewing on my finger, and I'm changing the shape of my hands by chewing on my finger. So this is, I should stop, I reckon, <laughs> listing all these things. Like, and I've been cutting my thighs. Is anyone else doing <laughs> Rubber bands? Shaving my hair off. Yeah. I have, like, I feel like, have you all cut your own hair at one point in your life and, like, in a sort of dark patch? This is a wig. Yeah, <laughs> just like I wish. I was making one a, a show once, and I, the director left me for fifteen minutes. And within that time, <laughs> I thought you meant for like another person. <laughs> like he left me for another play, well, <laughs> a younger talent. Um, and when they came, when they came back, I was cutting my hair with a blunt knife. Just like kind of like sawing it off. And they were like, whoa, 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 what's going on? I was like, I just felt like it was getting in my eyes. And if I just like cut my hair, everything would be okay. Wow. I've, I've tried to use a knife to cut my finger. When my fingernails are too long, I won't notice. They'll get way too long. And then all of a sudden I'll figure it out. And then I am like... Figure it out. Figure it out. <laughs> all right, Miss Marple. Looking down. Red string on the wall. <laughs> Solve the case. Uh, well, then I get obsessive and I'm like, I have to cut these as soon as possible. And I'll use any utensil around and I think one time when I couldn't find scissors I used like a potato peeler to try and make what the fuck yeah holy this is the worst sorry guys what a gross we just talk about gay issues like um (laughs) like being scared all the time (laughs) being anxious yeah um I've, oh, you, do you have a fact of the gay? Eli? I do. Great. Okay. Well, I was reading. I was skimming a gay history of Melbourne. Uh, skimming. Yeah. You're welcome. We've done our research. Yeah, we have. For thirty seconds. I found out that the laws in Victoria were really bad pre the seventies, and and they and they were enforced, and you, you it was bad news. Some would say they were quite bad up until about a year ago. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. Uh, But during the gay liberation movement, this is such a small fact, and the one thing that I took out from this article, but the gay liberation movement in the 70s, one of the events they organised to, uh, you know, publicise the cause was a uh, a kind of like an event in the park where they all played Spin the Bottle, but you could only join an all-men or an all-female circle. Oh, in the park? In the park, in the botanical gardens. Immediately, the only thing I'm thinking about is that a bottle wouldn't spin very well on grass. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So that's... Practically, I'm like, they should have booked a hall, but I guess they wanted to be publicly Out in the open, yeah. yeah. Imagine walking past a hall and just glancing in, and there was just a bunch of adult gays playing spin the bottle. Like, like, yeah, oh my God, do it! <laughs> I when, oh God, they used that. to date. When was the last time you played spin the bottle? When was the oldest? We had the, all these parties at high school, like all the drama kids, um, and it was because was, I went to all, um, an all-boys school. But the, party da, I went to parties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well... There were the one, it was, this is a crazy thing, right? So it was our whole all-boys school and then the drama department of the all-girls school we'd like combined together. So basically we were all gay and bisexual and they were all lesbians and bisexual and we'd all like 
once a weekend, like go to Bonnie's house, whose mum was cool enough and smoked weed, and we'd all just like lose our minds, and we were like, let's drink like the normal cool kids. So we were drinking <laughs> crazy amounts of alcohol. Then one day, little crossover episode, one of the straight guys <laughs> who was in my drama class because I convinced him because I was like, we need more numbers. Um, and I was like, I'll get you good grades, I'll get you through. It was a bit like Glee. Anyway, he, <laughs> he comes to one of the parties and he was like, whoa, you guys get fucked up. And yeah. we was, I was like, what? No, we're drinking like you guys are. He's like, we're not drinking like this. And so we had just been guessing that like the cool people were getting fucked up. And so all these drama nerds were getting full blind wasted. I love yes. that like we spent a lot of our time as a community convincing people we're not trying to trap them. And then <laughs> it was like, yeah, get the straight guy here. We're getting really boozed up. <laughs> anyway, it's a bit dark. Um, Sorry about that, guys. All those parties, like, they were like, maybe... All up, there was probably eight of them, but they just fused into like one night of like two thousand debauchery. Three, oh, you know. I hate. I hate. No, it was beautiful. Oh. I remember a Harry Potter party, <laughs> despite not having read any of the books, and I was cast as. Um, well, they made me dress up as Mel Foy. Oh, I can. Mel I can Foy. see. What's that. his name? The Mel, blonde one. Mel Foy. Welcome okay. to the stage, Mel Foy. And. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got so drunk because I was just drinking anything I could find off the floor because I was dealing with my sexuality and not very well. And then I ruined the surprise. The girl came in and everyone was hiding and I was like, we're having a surprise party for you. And I was dressed as Malfoy. She was like, what's going on? You're a wizard. (laughs) Um, Did you ever do that thing where at parties all you... Remember that age where all you wanted to do was like kiss people and stuff, but you couldn't just be like, hey, like you, no one had the confidence to do it. So you just invented insane games at sleepovers <laughs> that had bizarre rules that were really... And then if you, that happens, you have to kiss them. You're like, God, I hope that happens. <laughs> Please. I remember playing strip uh, table tennis with Ooh. a group of... How does that work? Every, I, every when time, do you strip? No, how it worked was... Between rounds. <laughs> Anytime you lost, you had to take off a piece of clothing, and then if you um, ended up getting Sorry, naked, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> also if you ended up getting naked, you had to have this. My friend had made for Joey. Like naked, naked. Na- oh no, under undies. For me. I know. Anyway, the ultimate punishment beyond getting naked was you had to eat a spoonful of Fajoa jam, which my friend had made and thought would be really delicious. Uh, and it was fucking so gross. What's, what's a Fajoa again? A Fijoa. Fijoa, I see. Anyway, says Fajoa, which is that... In- Sounds like a part of the body that like gets yeah. infected a lot. <laughs> is it Do people know the term? Do you say Fijoa or Fajoa? Fijoa, yeah. What? Oh, what? oh yes, okay. See, even, in our even in our community. Jets and sharks. <laughs> um, you don't know a fajar? A fijar? It's like. What did you call me? Um, <laughs> it's like a citrus banana. I hate them. <laughs> Which was you my nickname in high school. <laughs> you get um, so many growing on the tree, then they all fall, and then like your neighbours like comes with a plastic bag of rotting fajoas, and they're like, do you want any of these? And you're like, no, I don't. Cut your tree down. Look, you're selling this like the most relatable story you've ever told. You're like, and you know, your neighbour, Tanya's coming no, over. I have been offered so many bags of rotting pajamas, right? Am I... Yes, this is not happening. It's awful. Cut the I... trees down. No Jeez. one deserves to be happy. And then... <laughs> I feel like you're running for Senate. Wow, that wine wine is kicking in. already empty. No one deserves to be happy. (laughs) I was like, we'll see how it goes. 15 minutes later, I screamed (laughs) to the mic, no one deserves to be happy. Oh, wow. I kind of want more, though. Can we have more wine? Yeah, Tim, can we have some more wine? Tim! And a a chips table. This is (laughs) it. 
This you is an boy, ally. get me you straight boy, chips table now. This is an ally. This is an this ally. This is an ally. Um, I've got a queen of the week. Well, Savs or Chardonnays. Oh my god! Something. Oh, I was going to say something white. This is white. monstrous. Oh, this is like the worst episode. Savs or Chardonnays. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen you more confident, weirdly. But I would like to see Bear Cafe. I would like to see a version of West Side Story where it's like you're either a Savs <laughs> or a Chardonnay, <laughs> but everyone can't click because they're, yeah, they're the wasted. Too limp. No. So you're either uh, cats in the cradle or the silver spoon. <laughs> Not existing in Cats in the Cradle. Yeah. This musical. Yeah. Wow. That, yeah, the rights sad. are going to be very expensive. Here's our yeah. chip stool. <gasps> it's a chip stool. Chip stool. Oh, God. I almost stood on a glass, everyone. Oh. And we dealt with it well. Wow, you were stressing out. <laughs> <laughs> One of us is going to just fall and die in this podcast. It's going to be a huge... I love that the, the theme of this episode is chaos. Chaos. Woe to go. So I've got a queen of the week. <laughs> <laughs> hey, chips. <laughs> That's such a huge bowl of chips. Yeah. Honestly, if you're in Melbourne and you want a good feed, come to the European Beer Cafe, get a bowl of chips, All right. and feed your the family so, for the can year. Can I get the queen? I researched it. The chips are getting more airtime. <laughs> I look like I'm singing a song to the chips. Yes. Like, like, this is the gaga to my <laughs> Bradley Cooper. Tim has arrived with three white wines, which is such a bad three move. White the wines. Wines. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers, Cheers boys. <laughs> One a cutty, two a cutty, three white one. It was like, how was the male gaze podcast? They got blind drunk. Sloppy. They fought and then they all made out. Here's the queen of the week. <laughs> Ooh, so many rules. <laughs> um, I was researching again. I did like a quick skim. Well, actually on my Instagram, I said, does anyone have a fact of the gay? Because I can't bother researching it. And then someone actually came through talking about... Um, so in the late 50s and early 60s, there was this kind of hot scene of like gay men flaunting around Burke Street in Melbourne, but in the Myers department Ooh. store, because there was a guy who worked there. His name, I still can't quite pronounce. Freddie Osmason. <laughs> Google it. Anyway, he was How? <laughs> His job was like initially to cart the things in and around the department store. Anyway... Someone noticed he had a flair for design, so they hired him as the window display man, right? Flair then, for design. Yeah. So he had That's this. That's people say, you've got a bit of yeah. a flair for design. That's the way my aunt would describe yeah. me when I was 13. <laughs> when your mum buys you like a fruity, flowery shirt for Christmas. Yeah. Like, I've always had a flair for design. <laughs> anyway, um, he then started employing all his friends at this department store. So Myers was just filled to the brim with homos, just like running around decorating windows. Fab. And then he was the guy that set up the tradition of the Christmas window display oh, in, um, at the Myers no, in Melbourne. Uh, that's still running now. I think they're still doing it. But, you know, I was like... I was like this those is, things are haunting. They are slightly. Does it have... Is it... Because there's some in Christchurch that are like robots that move. It's like Mary kind of yeah. like cradling Jesus. and It's like the type of thing where you could, you could imagine it. You're looking at it going, it's so beautiful. And then in the middle of the night, if you walk past it, it will make eye contact with you. Yeah. And just start bashing on the walls. Yeah. And hold up a little note that says, get me out of here. Yeah. We're alive. <laughs> we, we feel things. Yeah. No one deserves to be happy. Break the spell. Break the spell. <laughs> Cut my strings. The faggots forced us to stand in the window. The very first window display that old Freddy came up with was... <laughs> old Freddy. Was old the, Freddy. Old was, Freddy. This is, he got given... And I was like, this is how a gay man just like runs with something, right? He got <laughs> given the opportunity to do the very first window display for Christmas, and he went with Santa at the Olympics. Crazy, right? I'm like, do the nativity story for sure. But he's like, no religion. There's already like 8,000 <laughs> stories. Fuck Jesus, we're going straight for Santa. How many events did Santa do? 
I well, it was like one display, Eli. It wasn't real Santa in the window. Okay. <laughs> That'd be scary too, though. Wait, how many medals did he win? <laughs> what year was this? But there's, like, there's a small That's archive the I was year. looking through. It. The one that kind of took my breath away was the Wizard of Oz one. And I was like, it's so obvious. But like, I get spooked whenever I see the Wizard of Oz. Like, my relationship to that you movie love it, right? is so intense. Do you have that? Yeah, I, I think it's that... Um, well, we talk a lot about just... Uh, we get lost on YouTube holes of... Uh, I get lost in old Judy Garland a lot. Yes. I love, oh, yeah. I love, uh, I love any uh, gay uh, star who is really losing it near the end. Yes, <laughs> I know. They're like, like on a Burning Bridges tour. And just yes. like... Betty Davis did it as well. She'd go on like a bunch of talk shows and just be like, when I was Mr. Bogart, he'd punch me in the face once. <laughs> but he's <laughs> dead now. Anyways, bye. That I'm the last sort one. sort of like seeing Cher live, right? Like, yes! That, oh. She kind of walked out on stage. It was the first time we saw it in... In Auckland, it was her it was first run of that. Tour. She just walked out on stage and then like did one song and then just took the mic and then talked for like twenty five minutes. Did, yeah. The night that I went, it was like yeah, about fifteen twenty minutes of new. Like she was doing yeah, like she was at a new material yeah. night. Yeah. It was like I owed twenty thousand dollars, so I agreed to do Letterman. I was like, what is? Yeah, <laughs> you are yeah. in a concert right now. Yeah. Anyway, walking in Memphis. <laughs> no, it was amazing. I Eli actually busted me in a YouTube uh, hole the other day. Oh yeah, <laughs> I was the saddest in the message ever on Facebook. It was like two a.m. and I get a message from Eli saying, "Are you listening to Patty Lapone very loudly?" <laughs> and I was eighteen the, tabs deep on Patty Lapone yeah. performances. It was but so the, loud, but it's impossible. To, like that's Patty Lapone though. Like even if it, even if you mute it, you can still hear it. Yeah, that's true. I can hear her now. Yeah. Uh, the, the craziest so thing was brassy. Yeah, yeah, I wish I had a brassy oh, voice. She's got the best voice. It just hits me right in my gay spot. It's perfect. She. Okay, <laughs> one of the things I'm I was not... listening to was her was a compilation, which I'm <laughs> so glad this video exists, of all the women who have ever played Evita hitting the top note of that song. It's like and it, it just like played them one after another. Yeah. It was like thirty of them and I watched the whole thing. You know how people say there's like there's like white Twitter and black Twitter. There is gay YouTube. Oh, absolutely. absolutely gay YouTube. And my YouTube now knows me to a way where when I lay in bed at night to try and go and sleep and watch things, because that's how you do it, right? Um, <laughs> it just know it goes like, oh did you want to watch an off Broadway production of company? Yeah, sure. Absolutely. It's gonna be really bad. Like, I've already seen that. Mine gives me all these like YouTube tutorials for teenagers to help them come out. I'm like, you don't know how old I'm. I'm fine. I'm so glad there was an out at the end of that. Out of gum. How do well, I come? Uh, <laughs> oh. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I've been, you know, we were talking about hitting that top note. I've noticed while well, I've been in Melbourne, I've been walking down Swanson Street, a lot of the old buskers have been performing shallow. So I always make sure I like, sit around to see how they tackle the... And often very meekly. They bring it down. I love if someone looks really panicked if they're doing... Like, if you add panic to that part of the song, she looks like... She makes her mental like... I, w- I wonder... Like she's trapped in a fire. 
Yeah. I wonder what they came up with that part of the song. Whether they wrote that down before they tried ooh. it. Ooh. I don't know. Or they just were like, oh, I don't know. I feel like Gaga just kind of went with it. Because if you, even if you think about the writing of that, I kind of can't believe the lyrics of Shallow. <laughs> like, when I heard it first, I was like, oh, you people are loving this. And I was like, are those really the words? Are they saying Shallow? Like, that seems insane yeah. to me. I had never... I did it for a lip sync the other night. Uh, oh, yeah, and, I saw that. Uh, I had never really listened properly to the lyrics before and to learn them was actually like, oh, no, these are mental. Like, <laughs> yeah. just, she doesn't... What do you mean? With, like, I think sometimes with songs, especially, like, pop stars like that, pick an analogy and then just really poke the shit out of that analogy. <laughs> it's like, ah, the surface and uh, water can be shallow and deep sometimes. Sometimes and you need floaty rings. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes you have diarrhea and that's like water. Um, <laughs> maybe that's what they replaced it with. She had gastro and she they're like, gastro. actually, let's take that bit out of the song. I have ga- gastro. Sorry about that. <laughs> I feel like I took us down a road. We really didn't need to go. I feel like I've had diarrhea for a lot of this festival. Do you feel like you have or you have? Like you're getting the vibes you might have had diarrhea the whole time? It's like a feeling that you have? If I truly think about it, you know when you're at a hotel pool when they're like, if you've had diarrhea within the last like two weeks, by those rules I should have never been in a pool before. <laughs> I've never Not once in my life. Yeah, no, no, I'm just saying. I do feel like... I want to be so in control of my diet. Like, I want to be so full of fibre <laughs> that I could just, like, bottom at the drop of a hat. Yeah. You know? But, like, yeah. I just know, like, it's never going to get to that point. Like, I want to feel like there's a full loaf of bread inside of me and I just need to pass that and then I'm good to go. I would it crazy, the, the kind of, like, to be a, like, clean, beautiful, sparkly bottom? That means you have to do the biggest fucking shits <laughs> of all time. Now, this is the male gaze. Yes. <laughs> This is, the this is what we no came here for. Well, shut the fuck up about Pete Lapone. <laughs> I always um, love that you do. You do, Rhys. You do a lot of Metamucil-based content on yeah, your social Yeah, really media. makes me laugh. As a, yeah. as a product, it really makes me laugh. Yeah, it's so funny because they haven't redesigned the packaging at all. No, nah. and it's a picture of like wheat or something. Yeah, it is. And do you reckon they've done surveys and they're like, oh, the only reason why we're around is because gays and fat people <laughs> constantly buying our product. Yeah. Like, they should just target it. Yeah. Specifically, should be called like bottoms up. You know, like just like get away with the metamusical thing and just like go in for your market. I think it'd be if it was like in you, you know, you go to the movies and they have like uh, like themed cups and stuff. If you could get like like a just one in the shape of a dick or something. Yeah, I don't know, like absolutely. a yeah. like a hollowed out dildo full of metamusical. It's got a harness like, around like it, like a line of it for pride. You know, just like yeah. go for it. Like know your market and then. I'm clearly in the wrong business. I should be in marketing. I reckon change for one the product. For one product for Metamucil. Metamucil's not a very appealing name. No. Either. No, absolutely. Sounds change. so medical, but Hashtag what I do is not medical. For Metamucil. Like, just, just shit good powder. Like that's, that <laughs> yeah, would that's make it. me buy it. Clean I, shoot. Everyone was like... <laughs> for a while, everyone was like, oh, you've got to do Cillian Husk. Like, it's like so much... And I don't... I've put it, weirdly, I've put it in some of my cooking uh, because it also is a, um, it like absorbs liquids. Like a pasta yeah. sauce or something? Like, Well, what it did when I put it in, because I thought it was like a, God, now this is like, I'm turning into my mum, uh, like corn flour. You're turning into your mum being like, I'm going to eat some Cillian husk. Well, no, so I, I was using do... it, it was, it was floating around the pantry and I. I don't like, know why that's an awful sentence in what we're talking about, but it is. <laughs> 
but I was like putting the. It's like when you put corn flour and you're cooking, it takes away some of the liquid, right? And so I was like, well, oh, yeah, thickens it up. Thickens it up. Thickens it, so yeah. I was like, well, I'll use the Sicilian husk. It will do the same thing. And I made a shepherd's pie and it turned to full jelly. And I was like, what's that doing to the inside of your. It was like. It, like, it, like, it was like flubber. I was Robin Williams. It was like wow. jumping around, like catching my I think, shepherd's pie. I think husk is quite a sexy word. And husk. that Metamusal could just change the name to husk. Husk, husk sounds like an ass. And it's got like a real boot beefy guy on the front yeah. of it. Yeah. I was like, isn't a husky? Isn't a husky one of the? That's a type of dog. That's a. Tri- I was going to say it was a tribe of gaming. Oh yeah. I know. I know what a husky. Yeah. The cool. original. I have seen Sorry. the movie with um, Cuba Gooding Jr. with the huskies. We had a good friend with us who had a husky. No, no one else has. <laughs> really? Eddie had a husky. What? Gretel. And then we got very stoned one night, and he went Eight home, two. and Gretel was making weird noises on the front doorstep, and then. He was so stoned. Him and his parents had to go to the vet and he watched Gretel get put down. And he was... He couldn't even put sentences together. He was so stoned. And he's like, I just watched the blue liquid go into Gretel and then she was gone. And he's like, I just like felt her whole... Anyway, sad story. Yeah. That also sounds like a, a deleted ending scene from The Sound of Music. <laughs> Where, like, the Nazis got the Von Trapps. He put Gretel down. I'm Gretel. Oh. Sorry, guys. It's There's the white wine. <laughs> it's done weird things to me. It's it really has. made me feel weird. I we, can't, mm. we used to do this thing, like, well, mum drank a lot of sav in the, in the 90s. And this is a memorial this for is a memorial her. To my mum. <laughs> this is me paying homage to mum. Uh, but it was like, as kids, it was like, who gets to fill up mum's wine glass? <laughs> it was like a real game. And so it was obviously cask wine in the fridge. And it was really fun to like, run into the fridge. My happiest memories are like me at like seven years old skipping into the fridge with mum's wine glass and like filling up from the cast country wine. Isn't it it amazing to look back on happy memories and go, oh no, that's actually quite troubling. (laughs) It was. I was like, it's worrying. My mum used to give me five dollars to rub moisturiser into it. Yeah, to to not come back ever. (laughs) (laughs) But hey, who's got five bucks? Um, not me, never said it. Um, the, no, it used to give me five bucks to rub moisturizer into her feet. <laughs> and wow. again, at the time, like... Happy like, memories. Yeah, and now thinking about it, like, my sister brought it up with me recently. It was like, do you remember? And my sister is seven years older than me, and she was like, yeah, that was fucked. So like, r- I told her to stop doing that because it was going to have some, like... Ongoing complications in your life. How? What? What were her? What were her feet like? Oh, like they were thirsty. For the, <laughs> <laughs> they needed. They needed that moisturizer. Mum made me massage her feet as well as a yeah. kid, but no moisturizer was involved. Oh, I wouldn't want to add a cream to that. But no, but I find it worse that you weren't having a cream involved. It's just like, skin yeah. to skin rubbing <laughs> your mum's oh, feet. She would always be like, "Oh, my my bunions are a bit sore," and we'd be like watching ER or Sex in the City, and she'd be like, "Who wants to rub my feet?" And I'd be like, "Me, me, me." We'd be watching. Oh my um, god! And you didn't come out till you were twenty-two. <laughs> <laughs> I watched so much Sex in the City with my parents growing up. Like, I got to watch the first... Well, we'd watch something... Whatever was on TV at, like, 7.30 to 8.30, and then Sex in the City would start at 8.30, and then I'd be like, if I'm quiet enough, I'll catch the first ad break, and then I'll be like, Chris, time for bed. I'll be like, ah! Dun, 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 but I always got dun, the first 15 minutes, which was always fun, because it's just, like, the setup of all the plot. Yeah. You know, but n- not enough sex for me at that age. I used to do something a lot more grim than that. Um, I used to kill animals. No, um... <laughs> uh, 
uh, in like Channel 9 in this country, you can listen to it on radio, and that's what Sex and the City was on. And I would be sent to bed, and I used to listen to Sex and the that City on like headphones in my room. Wow. That's beautiful. Not funny, just quite sad. No, it's beautiful. But I, it meant that I was kind of like, it was like a radio play, and a lot of it was just like creaking. <laughs> there was a lot of just like... Did they look like different in your minds at like... When you read yeah, a book, I, you see the yeah, movie. Yeah, like watching the actual show and going like, oh, God. They're all white? Yeah. <laughs> Everyone in the show is white. We which, were, which one did you identify with as a, at a young age? Um, the city. Um, <laughs> I knew you were New York. Yeah, I knew yeah. You were New yeah, York. yeah. You're Manhattan. Um, yeah. I, okay, I am overpriced. Who is who? I, mm, I'm, I don't know. Are you Samantha. I mean, honoured, considering I haven't had that much sex. <laughs> Do you reckon I'm a Samantha? Well, uh... but it's that classic thing, isn't it, where we look back on that show now and we really should be all Cynthia Nixon's. Yes. Like, yeah, like, ever, like, I remember like fucking hating her, and now going like, <laughs> oh no, no, I'd vote for her. Why wasn't her character a lesbian? Like, why wasn't Miranda a lesbian? It just seems so obvious when I was watching it back. I was like, she should have just been a lesbian yeah. the whole way through. Well, it's the same with Chandler, right? Chandler was going to be gay, and then they kind of changed their minds. I think, I think during the first season. Really? Yeah. They were like, how, how did they subtly change that? They made him date girls. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> they just I kept see. giving him coke and kept giving him coke. Yeah. Also, he is so hot in yeah. season one, season two, season three, and a little bit season four. <laughs> I remember when I had a thing, like I started being attracted to Joey and I was like, ugh, like kind of disappointed in myself that I was like going for the straight jock time, yeah. you know? And I was like, Chris, come on. You should be into like the femur guy, but I wasn't. See, I, I just, I can only fall in love with smart people, so... <laughs> no, not true. Uh, <laughs> fucked a lot of real dumb people. That's how, how I got them to do it. There was a show... There's a show in New Zealand called Kiwi Fire that was a reality show <laughs> about... Do you not remember this? No. Called Kiwi Fire. It was a reality show about um, building... It was like the Full Monty as a reality show. They were constructing an all-male strip review. Ooh. But it used to play at like... Oh, yeah. mm, maybe like 11pm. So some nights my whole family would be asleep. And I'd just be like, oh, I might just go... Can't sleep. I'll go check out what's on TV. <laughs> Haven't looked at the, the schedule. Uh, and then I was <laughs> glued to the screen. Did you never watch that show? No, but I know the one you're talking about. I, actually, I watched The Strip Oof. a lot. And The Strip was about two sassy Auckland women <laughs> who um, set up a strip club. Wellington. It's in Wellington. It's in Wellington. Yeah. Oh, that's when Wellington was like the capital. Oh, this is local <laughs> New Zealand reference. Well, it still is the capital. What's the weather like in Wellington today? Awful. Okay. Probably just awful. Uh, it still is the capital, but in my eyes, Auckland is a superior city. But for a while, Wellington was like cooler. Mm. But in my mind, no. For wow. my mind, number one. In my mind, number one New Zealand city. Weirdly, Dunedin. Dunedin. I knew you were going to say Dunedin. that. Is anyone relating to this at all or caring? Yes. Oh, yes. All right. All right. All right. What's everyone's favourite New Zealand city? On the count of three, one, two, three. W- what was that? What was that? What did someone say? I Yell like it out. Wellington. 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 Oh, what mate, peninsula did you say? Enemy. Oh, the Coromandel. Oh, that's absolutely not a city. Ah. <laughs> what's, what's the gayest city in New Zealand? Or the campus city? What's that? Christchurch. Are you no, fucking no. kidding me? We are from Christchurch and we had to escape. Uh, it's got the words Christ and church in it. <laughs> yeah. My favourite New Zealand city is Hobart. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh. 
What's the gayest part of... How gay is Newcastle? Oh, uh, no. Um, <laughs> that we had one gay bar um, that was only a gay bar on Saturdays. And it was called the Gateway Hotel. It was just a pub. And then on the Saturdays, it became G-Bar. And quite often, you would see... Oh, my gosh. Um, so gross. Your uh, teachers? G-Bar? No, you would just see the same like, bar flies there from, the, from during the week, just sitting at the bar as a gay bar happened around them. Yeah, oh, that's so that's gorgeous. Um, and there was like drag queen karaoke. But I remember the drag queen's name was something just like Hillary. Like, it wasn't... <laughs> Like, Margaret. I remember really thinking, like, Kate. oh, this is not a good... <laughs> this is not a good... Give, a, give an angle. No, just a straight just like, no. mum's I'm name. I'm Cynthia. I'm Susan. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Susan Roberts. Uh, and I'm going to sing. We have... We had... Um, after... In Christchurch, the, oh, we've talked about this before, it's the worst gay bar I don't know, that we've ever been to. And it's our number one, like, one enemy in Christchurch. We hate them. The gay bar. But um, it was a $20 entry fee. Are you effing serious? And it's anyway. cr- it was one of the first places to open after the earthquake, so like it just got inundated with straight people. And now, but, and it's opposite the casino. But as the well. amazing thing is, oh, this d- place sounds great. During the day, it's a cafe called Procope. And <laughs> sorry, what the fuck? Yeah, so it's a cafe during the day, and they have rainbow flags. They roll them up, tuck them inside the roof. <laughs> And you, like, in the daytime, I was kind of with my mum there having a, you know, big bowl latte. And I was, like, <laughs> out of the corner of my eye, I caught, like, a little bit of a rainbow flag, like, just, like, peeping out of the roof. And then, it, like, you know, at the strike of, you know, 8 o'clock, like, Cinderella, it just, like, transforms into oh, yeah. this disaster of a gay bar. Were you... Beautiful. Did you, did you... Were you gay in Newcastle as well? Like, were you... I mean, I chose this lifestyle two years ago. Um... <laughs> Uh, How much longer is it? Are you in the trial period? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm wait- I'm, I'm, I haven't given them my credit card details yet, but um, <laughs> uh, no, uh, uh, yeah, I was like six from fifteen or sixteen. Like everyone, I always say like I came out to everyone, but I think just by people looking and hearing me, I came out. <laughs> yeah. Um, like I've always kind of been like this, but just fat for a bit. <laughs> um, uh, what? Uh, no, yeah. Like I, I think my parents found porn. That's how. They, that's how I came out to oh. them. Which they always. Oh, uh, I remember. As, well, no, they found. That's a nightmare for me. They didn't even find. They found, It was in the days. I knew that I could delete history. I didn't know that I had to delete like, um, like the Google a... drop down thing. Oh. Like what was. Now the suggestions. Yeah, the suggestions. So mum like my mum genuinely asked me what a twink was. So that's um <sighs> had to explain had to explain to her what that was. Um Full on. I reckon my parents saw the internet history, didn't bring it up. That's my guess. They were just like, Pwah. and I remember my dad. <laughs> my I've seen a lot. Pwah. A lot has been suggested to us. Um, I just want to know where the supermarket is. My God, uh, Google's I, just in the corner, like. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I remember my dad. Like I was like once in the office, the little like home office area where I would definitely just like always watch gay porn. And dad was like, I was like, it was kind of by a bathroom. He's like, what are you up to? And I was like, it's just like bumbling around on Bebo or something. And I was like, oh, I'm just, you know, on the internet. And he's like, okay, cool. Just, you know, be careful about websites. You know, you don't want to be looking at anything weird. All right, <laughs> see ya. And I was like, at that point, I was like, he knows. But I'm going to keep the lie up for 10 more years. One time I, so I used to kind of, you know when you're a teenager and kind of anything can make you horny, so I would sometimes like watch straight yeah, porn and just, just kind of... teenager. S- <laughs> Well, as long as I watched straight porn and just wait until, like, you know, just like something about it got me. So, but then one time I was watching some. 
I was watching something and my dad came home and then I switched use it. You know, you remember on old computers you used to be able to switch user, go back to the menu of oh. Windows XP? Uh-huh. And I thought that would kind of kill everything that was open. No. My da- and then my dad was like, I've got to check my emails. And then he was checking his emails. Oh. And then the audio oh, no. oh, of the God. porn that I was watching started playing. And I was like, oh, no. Like, fully over the conversation. I was like, oh, no. There must be a virus. Yeah. Oh, no. And then... Oh, there's a virus, all right. Yeah. <laughs> but then I think my parents probably from then on for quite a few years were like, well... He's straight as... We've answered that question because I heard a, a woman moaning. <laughs> that would... I don't know how... <laughs> Sorry, can we get a clean version of that? <laughs> oh. I can't believe you got through that. That's, I know. I, like, that was like... The I would have just wandered out a window. I was like, bye. Yeah, I'm, I'm out. I'm gone. I'm running. Just ran and never looked back. Oh, like the Simba and the Lion King. When you almost get caught like watching pornography as like, a little teen. Your, your body's just like... Yeah. And you're like... Well, because like, there's no end game after that. There's no, like, so why, man, well, eh? how do we... You know that I'm wanking. Yeah. And you haven't prepared any conversation no. out, out the back of that with your parents to no. be like oh well mm. anywho it's natural I guess we all do it bye <laughs> mum and dad like you, there's no way you can bounce it's like falling over like there's just no way that you can confidently get back up and be like you didn't see me stumble it's, I think that lives on because my boyfriend came over one time when I had been like I, he surprised me by coming over oh. and I was home headphones <laughs> on oh. watching something and then I heard the door open closed it and it was so obvious what I've been like, doing. Get out of here! I, was, get I out. still pretended I was like, "Nah, this is my room." I was watching a YouTube c- a clip of uh, someone falling d- over. <laughs> <laughs> That's full on. That is funny. Have you? I've. Uh, I was talking to someone, oh, Nath Falvo, about this the other day. Oh. About how we say, as we get older, we realize that the porn that we look at is getting more and more am- like people that we could have sex with. <laughs> Like more, oh, more yeah. like oh yeah, no, I could fuck them. If, like when I when I was like a teenager, it was like professional porn stars, and now it's like yeah, I could probably trick that guy into having sex with me. <laughs> <laughs> like more and more amateur, you mean? Yeah, I reckon. Like just more like real looking people, and like Nate said, he said something along the lines of. Uh, uh, like he wants people to like be constantly checking the door to hear if their housemates gotten home. Oh, like, oh, that is. <laughs> and I want like Family Guy playing in the background and like kind of. It's so weird, like because wow. the premise of pornography is never, it's never something that like has enticed me. Like these setups or these scripts or these like no. characters or, or whatever. Like I've never kind of got into that. But I feel like weirdly I was reading up about I'm um, like OnlyFans and stuff and like how this has changed the game for the um, porn industry because. Mm. Um, the poor porn like how many times does the game have to be changed well it's interesting because weirdly (laughs) the porn industry works by like an old MGM um, like model like it's like kind of the glory days of old Hollywood film studios where these actors are under like year long contracts and but the hard thing is they don't get paid very well because like they can just be like well you're here forever and you can't like work for another competing studio but now that there's this like OnlyFans app around they can like make their own money and begin to bargain mm. their contracts up and stuff like it's that it's like the, the dawn of the singer songwriter yeah but, it, is. But, it is but with jizz yeah it's, did it's, you know it's Al- beautiful did you know Alanis Morissette was 19 when she made Jagged Little Pill ah is that a video <laughs> yeah that's my favourite porn yeah. uh, <laughs> it's people fucking while they spout music facts that you didn't know <laughs> Uh, I just thought that was crazy. It's a very mature album, you know. She's she she's been through a lot. How old's Lord now? 
23. When did like all her music come out? When she was she started when she was 16. <gasps> who who is Billie Eilish? I know. And who? what's the song that she's singing? Who? This this girl. She's 10. <laughs> I don't know. And the, her song the most straight phobic thing. This girl. I don't she's know. Like 10 and her song is about how she wishes someone was gay. Or something. Yeah. I don't that? think I wish you, you were gay. gay. And now, is that because she's a lesbian and she w- or she wishes that the guy that she was? I'm like, I think it's like the guy's rejecting her and she wishes there was an easy excuse, like he's gay. What that seems messed up. To What's me? this person's name? Billie, Billie Eilish. Eilish. She's got blue hair, and in the cover of her album, she's like seventeen. In the cover oh, of her album, she's like the girl from, from the Ring. She's like. Bleh. I'm like, chill out. You're a teenager. It's weird. We are becoming those. I was like, I was like, I'm so scared to become one of those old people. That's like, I don't get what you kids are up to, but I don't get it. Like, and I am She's like, got a spider on her forehead, like a fuckhead. Yeah. yeah. Is that on Facebook? What is no, that? Just, I'm just Google image. So what? Where did she get discovered? Where did she come from? I feel like she's everywhere Some now. She's everywhere. But in, also, in like weirdly, somewhere. Every single news article I've seen about her, the headline has been, "Who is Billie Eilish?" So I feel like uh, the humanity in general is on the same page. Oh, God. Guess what year she was born. Don't. 2001. Oh. We are getting so old. So old. Not cute anymore. Released her debut single, um, Ocean Eyes. Fuck off, Billy. (laughs) Why wouldn't you... Like, she, she should do a version of White Wedding, surely. Like yeah. her and Billy Idol could do something oh, together. Yeah. The two or like, her and Billy Piper could oh. do Honey to the Bee. Bee. Mm. That's, like my, <laughs> that's the song I play Bee. whenever I do ever have the courage to play music at parties, which is almost never. Wow. I will play that song and everyone's like, oh, he's got taste. And I'm like, it's the only reference I have. I like the idea that uh, Billy Piper would like meet her and she'd be like, oh, I was born in 2001. And she'd just scratch her eyes out yeah, she and would. eat her face and grow stronger and live for another hundred years. Yeah. Billy Piper would be like, I had to become an actor because music wasn't sustainable. <laughs> <laughs> I played a sex worker in a very underrated television show. What was that? What was it called? It's called um, um, Diary, Secret Diaries of a Call Girl. Yeah, oh, that's it. It was like real tacky fun. There was so yeah. much horny TV on while yeah. I was growing up. It felt like they were like baiting us or something. There used to be a show here called Satisfaction on Foxtel that was about the running of a brothel. And it was I every character actor yeah. in Australia was just, just suddenly like... You'd be... Uh, like Lisa McKeon would suddenly be doing anal. And you're like, oh, wow. So I know multiple comedians in New Zealand who have worked as reception for a brothel. Wow. Yeah, I'll tell you who they are after the show. (gasps) We should wrap this up anyway, right? Because we've got to do shows uh, really soon. Yuck. (laughs) I know. Isn't it a pain to perform comedy at a festival that, you know, is one of the biggest in the world and, Mm. you know, celebrates performers and do what we love? I had to last night, so I I just want to go to sleep. You were at a wedding, huh? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, talk about the wedding. Um, Cool. (laughs) I had to go to a straight person's wedding, yes, and it was lovely, but I had to go for 22 hours to Perth. Uh, and cancel the Saturday oh. night show. But they're like these best friends of ours. But what is infuriating is I'm glad I went. Like, oh, I really I had a really oh, lovely time. Yeah. But I wish I could spend the whole time there being like, well, this is fucked and I shouldn't have come here. It was like, oh no, it's good. I do them. actually love weddings. I love it. Yeah. My favorite bit is when the bride and groom enter into the reception and then they do that where you like dance and they like go to their seats. Yeah. And like, I was... weird music's playing and it's like always like um, 24 magic in the air. And they're like weirdly like do the gangnam style like panicking and she's in like her bride's dress and then they like sit at the table you're just like anyone's like clapping. 
I love a synchronized dance, like when they do their first dance and they've worked really hard. Like they, the couple last night did that, and it was amazing. But you can so see how it could be a train wreck otherwise. Oh, yeah, oh. I want it to be a train wreck. Yeah, yeah. That. I the hate it when people are like, too drunk. I don't like it when people are like, we're going to do a first dance and they haven't prepared anything. anything. So everyone watches and they just kind of like step back and forth together. You're like, why yeah. are we fucking watching this? Well, I like it when they. They've planned the spin in and one dip. And then they're like, oh, this song is so much longer than I realise. <laughs> and then I'm always like, yeah, it's not that easy, is it, being a performer? Yeah. You've got to edit those songs. If we can take anything from today's yeah, podcast. Yeah, edit your first dance song. Just, I, what would your first dance song be? Me? Billie Eilish. Ocean Eyes. Really cool. <laughs> this Ocean Eyes shit. No, I would do oh, something like you're just, oh, maybe some Motown. Uh, maybe like Sam Cooke, What a Wonderful World. Or something like that. Mine would know. be that compilation of all those women hitting the Aviva <laughs> song, that just that high note off YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> And it was like, oh my god, my ears are bleeding. And you guys are just like, just doing crazy dancing, <laughs> <laughs> running around. We've got like capes and paint. <clears throat> what are we, what are you, what would you do? Because you've literally got to got to decide this. Oh, that's true. I'm married. Um, uh, oh, like I have like the the actual answer is I think I would probably want to do it to uh, David Byrne. This must be the place. Like the Talking Heads song. It's a pretty oh good god, one. Cry. <laughs> That's a pretty good one, isn't it? It's great. But then I want to like, I want to learn. So when he performs it live, he does like this really crazy David Byrne dancing, and I want to learn the exact dance moves to that. I think that would be Perfect. really funny. You absolutely wow. will nail that. Yeah. Gorgeous. Thanks, guys. Oh, your wedding's gonna be great. Wish it was a funny answer though. That would have been no, good, wouldn't it? No, it's beautiful to end. Imagine that, but of... funny. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's good go. to end on like genuine sincerity. <laughs> I'm two wines in. <laughs> I could cry any minute now. Yeah. We just want to tell everyone that came here tonight that you're absolutely lovely and Thanks we love so you. Thanks so much for coming along, guys. This has been the podcast. We've got to ra- wrap this up because we've literally got to we've run got across other shows. shows. Um, thank you so much to the European Beer Cafe for having us. Good Woo! chips. And you thanks for the chips. chips and the wines. Um, how do we end this podcast? Uh, if you haven't been to our shows, oh, please come. Yeah. I'm at Binch, 715, the Greek Senate. Uh what? <laughs> I literally forgot the name of my show. Uh, An Inconvenient Poof, Storyville, 6pm most of the time. Yeah. Uh, Reese Nicholson, Nice People, Nice Things, Nice Situations, uh, 8.15, and then I've added one next Saturday at 11pm on Good Friday, and it is not going to sell <laughs> oh, well. <God>. <laughs> they said yes, and then I was like, yep. Uh, is yep, that your uh, little political agenda against the church? Yeah. To show on, yes. on Good Friday? I love that. It's going to be a terrible Friday. You'll be dying for our sins. Yes. <laughs> That's perfect. That's quite good. You can have that. Thank you. Okay. That's been the mail, guys. Thank you so much for coming, audience. You guys are gorgeous. Thank you. Peace, love, and gayness to you all. We're out. Come say hi to us. We'll just be over there. We're selling merch, I think. I'm sorry, Mom. It's not a face.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.